everyone, I'm Mamita, and today I want to explore the topic of sacred geometry. Now, one month back, I had a download about the sacred geometry being the DNA of divine beings, and that divine beings are actually physical aspects of the universe that we see. And it was absolutely mind blowing. And I have been since trying to connect the dots between sacred geometry, the universe, and how it applies to different other aspects of life. I checked the internet uh, on this when I had this download and none of the answers satisfied me. So today I thought of getting clarity about what sacred geometry is by channeling Archangel Michael. But before that, I'll set some background for you. So. In my opinion, sacred geometry is self-perpetuating patterns, specific geometrical patterns that can perpetuate itself. And it can have a consciousness of its own. Now, that is an aspect that I'm still trying to figure out. There is many applications of sacred geometry and I've seen the images come up in many places so I'm going to share what I have seen on the internet. As you can see, so the geometrical patterns that you see on the left are some example of sacred geometry and the one that I received the download about was of the Vesica Pisces. This specific pattern is something that you will also see repeating in space. So I put this image on the right side to show you how. Let me see if I can draw. So if you see how stars and galaxies are in the universe, you can see that this pattern, if you, if you say, for example, if you were somebody who were, say, standing in space and looking from this galaxy from above, then this will look exactly like a Vesica Pisces from the top view. Like, sorry for using engineering terms. It's like, if you can see my diagram, it is following this pattern. This spiral that you see is, I'm just trying to draw so that to give you an idea, sorry for the bad drawing. So this is the spiral that I see repeating as a pattern in the universe. Okay, why can't I undo it? All right. And if you are wondering what about the other half of the spiral, this is where things get interesting because the, the other half of the spiral could be either inside this spiral that you see that is not visible because of the light or the angle or it could be somewhere below or in a different dimension. Now, this is the part that I'm not clear about, which is why I would be channeling this information today and get more detailed clarity about sacred geometries. Another thing that I was able to download that time was wait. 
the connection between sacred geometry and the human DNA. They say that we are made in the image of God. I think what it really meant is the DNA of God is same as our DNA. This is my hypothesis. I'm not really sure about that. Like, if you look at this spiral, which looks very much like one half of the Vesica Pisces, and if you look at the top view of the DNA, like these, this is the double-stranded DNA that you see on from the side view. But if you were to look from the top, which is not visible here, and I couldn't find a better diagram to show how it looks from the top, you would see it would have the same spiraling look. Again, a representation of the Vesica Pisces. So this is this is the connection I was able to make. I'm not sure if I'm correct or not. And a few more dots that I was connecting. So I went on the internet and I looked for every possible thing I could dig up on sacred geometry. I found these amazing diagrams, though these were very complicated for me to understand. And I couldn't find the correct uh, person also to credit because most of these were on Pinterest. I was not sure if these were credited properly. So if you do find somebody who had created these images, please let me know. I'll credit them in the description. So for example, the, they have plotted the sacred geometry of Metatron, which is this specific geometrical structure, the Metatron's cube, on the tree of life. Now it is looking so complicated that it's difficult. Okay, I'll use this one. This is how the tree of Kabbalah tree of life looks like. And they have taken this uh, geometrical pattern and superimposed on this one to show how they are related. Then I was also, I, I found something called Keylontic Signs. And I went to their website and it was super integrated and complicated and I didn't understand much. So there they were explaining the sacred geometry and its application in the structure of the solar system like you can see these diagrams on the left honestly they are so integrate and they get so technical that i probably have to read 10 books to understand one single image on on the right hand side this this specific i've taken this image from a scientific website and this is a a structure a portion of the DNA, which interestingly was very similar to this structure that you see in the Merkaba. So I know a lot of you are not aware of sacred geometry and neither do I know much about it, which is why I thought of doing this solo channeling. And here is another interesting diagram that I found on the internet where they were showing the top view of the DNA and the side view. As you can see, especially this one looks very similar to the Metatron's cube. This one. So I have a big suspicion that the way that the universe as well as human biology or any biology is heavily influenced by these specific geometrical patterns called the sacred geometry. And I'm not able to make the connection and the dots. So I shared whatever I knew as me. Now I would be channeling and these are the questions I have for 
Archangel Michael, like how is sacred geometry different from regular geometrical shapes? How can sacred geometry be used to describe the structure of the universe or how is it related to biology? And I have a suspicion that the black hole is uh, another sacred geometry, which is the torus. I, I don't think the uh, diagram was here. Is it here? No, the torus is not here. T-O-R-U-S. So I have a suspicion that's what it is, but I would like to know more. And how can we use sacred geometry in our daily life instead of just having this theor theoretical knowledge? So these are the questions I have for Michael. And one thing that you may not have seen me doing because this is my second solo channeling is because I'm a conscious channel, I can also ask my own question as me. Let me stop the screen share. Yeah. So I can also ask my questions as me at the same time that I'm channeling. Because when I'm channeling, I also have my own stream of thoughts going on at the same time. So what you may see me do here is ask my own questions as me to Michael and at the same time channel him, channel his answers. So basically you will be seeing me talking to myself, but it's actually me as me, Momita, asking questions to Michael. So if you are confused as to who is talking, I will see if I can remember to use his name when I'm asking him questions. But anytime there is a question being asked, know that that is asked by me to Michael and the answers that come is from him. That is how you can differentiate in case if you're confused. So I hope it doesn't become too confusing for you. But I find it incredibly useful to channel this way to find my own answers if I'm vocally channeling. So now I'm going to enter the altered state and bring him in. I'll see you at the end. Greetings, we are Michael and it is our highest excitement to present you the information about sacred geometry today. So what are a sacred geometry? 
we will be downloading some information into the channel which the channel doesn't have and then we are going to begin the transmission So sacred geometry are the principal structures of this universe, at least the one you are living in. What the channel showed in the diagrams earlier, the first page, those are a mix and match of sometimes seeing the same structure from a different angle. And sometimes they are different structures altogether. Now we have often used the metaphor of human body to explain things that are not in your dimensions because you do not have the experience of those things in your physical realms. But this time we are going to use some literal examples. So, to make it short, you are a cell within God, like a true living cell in God's body. And there are many other layers around you and it expands infinitely. What we mean by that is, say this is you, you are a cell, say, within a tissue. We are using metaphors of human biology here because we are referring you as cell in the God's body. And this is not a metaphor, this is a fact. So, you are a cell in the tissue. And the tissue is part of a larger organ. And the larger organ is part of a system of other organs, which again is part of a body. And this way, you can keep on extrapolating to infinity. There is no end. Because God's body is infinite. So coming back to the context of sacred geometry. Your DNA is the core aspect of you. Your core vibration. Your core theme. Whatever you represent. If it could be distilled into completely the basic bare bone structure then that would be your dna 
you can be reduced to your DNA. And each DNA is unique as much as you are. And that if we think of your DNA to be a double helix geometrical shape, then that is a fragmental representation of who you truly are. Because in other dimensions, that double helix extends up to something more. And whatever it extends up to is the bigger sacred geometry or a being which you are part of. The being that you are part of right now is Earth. Earth is also conscious. So the tissue reference that we were giving, you are a cell in the tissue of Earth and Earth is the larger consciousness that you are part of. And Earth has its own sacred geometry which is a representation of its core vibration if it were to reduce to the bare bone structure of what it is. It has its own sacred geometrical shape representing itself. Similarly, the earth is within the solar system. So, the tissue and the organ reference that we were giving. So, earth is the tissue within the organ of the solar system. And there is a sacred geometry of the solar system and Earth's DNA or the sacred geometry is part of that bigger structure. Similarly, this solar system is a part of a larger system which is your galaxy, which is another geometrical, sacred geometrical structure. So the solar system's sacred geometry is a portion of the galactic sacred geometry and in this way you can expand the concept in fractals. Sacred geometries are self-perpetuating and repeating patterns and it is infinite in both ends. Meaning if you dive deep into the microscopic universe there is no end to going deep into the microscopic universe. You can go very deep and they will, there will still be no end to it. You will discover finer and smaller particles over and over again, smaller and smaller and smaller. And when you think that you cannot go further down below, you will find something else again. So the structure of the universe is infinite both on the microscopic level as well as the macroscopic level. So given this context of what sacred geometries are, they are the DNA of the beings that you are part of. So earth is a being and the solar system is another being and so is the galaxy and each and every component of it has its own consciousness. Now, 
the definition of consciousness of these beings are not as same as what you define to be living and non-living. There are many degrees of consciousness, but consciousness in itself is the ability to know that one exists. And this is experienced in a myriad of different ways by each type of being. So what you experience as life or living is not the same as that for a tree or a stone or the sun. Each have their own different kind of consciousness. In a sense, everything is made up of consciousness. It's just different degrees of self-awareness of that consciousness is what defines who it is. And what its DNA structure looks like. Now, what is the difference between sacred geometry and the regular geometry? Sacred geometries can create life, unlike regular geometries, which are incomplete parts of sacred geometry. So, that is one aspect of. A regular geometry being different from sacred geometry. There are mathematical proportions to sacred geometry that makes it a self-perpetuating stable structure that when created can activate itself on its own and create its own experiences. What we mean by that is anything that is created that has a sacred geometry in its as its foundation let's just say its bone structures metaphorically speaking is based on sacred geometrical patterns then it will have its own consciousness its own energetic fields it you could say it has a life of its own, a consciousness of its own, even if you cannot perceive it. And this was the basic principle which were used by different extraterrestrials who planted life on earth many, many billions of years ago. Because they understood this is how life is created. You have to know the principles of sacred geometry and how to use it in creating life. One of the examples that you already know is the DNA, which is a sacred geometry, if you look at it from specific angles. You need to know how to create a self-perpetuating pattern using sacred geometry when you have the right knowledge. And the self-perpetuating pattern is what gives rise to life. Just like you divide yourself into cells and you grow into a blastocyte and then a fetus and then you become a human baby inside your mom. So that activity of you becoming you in your mother's womb is not assisted by your mom. It is 
you creating yourself using the sacred geometrical pattern. There are many geometric series which are or can be derived to understand how to create the self-perpetuating pattern. In which ways the cells multiply in what geometric or arithmetic series they multiply. If you understand that, you will understand source because you are created in the same principles that source is. You are nothing but the same copy as source when it comes to your DNA, your DNA and the way source, sources or God's DNA work is the same way. It may look different and sources DNA might be a little bit more intricate than yours but nevertheless they have the same foundation of repeating patterns and self-perpetuating which brings us to the point that you are eternal because you are self-perpetuating and this sacred geometry is not only limited to your physical self but also your existence in other dimensions which we are not going to go into details right now because it could be, be very difficult to grasp at this point of time. So, moving to the next question that the channel had for us. All patterns of the universe, your biology or any other biology is composed of the sacred geometry and there are relationships between these geometries. They are connected, they are part of each other, they are portions of each other. If you can superimpose them in the correct way, you will be able to see the complete picture. So everything in the universe including you, that is being created, is created under the foundation of sacred geometries. And each being has its own specific geometry that makes it unique. Rather, let us correct ourselves and say each species of beings have their own unique sacred geometry patterns. It is called sacred because it is life-giving. So now that you understand the principles of sacred geometry in your biology or in how the universe is structured, the star system is structured and in which way they are moving. Let us explore a little bit more of how it is working out for your universe. Again, we are going to download some information in the channel before we proceed in the transmission.
instead of starting with the components of the universe, we'll zoom in instead of zooming out. So if you take the Metatron's cube, that specific sacred geometry, you will see some circles in it. Now, if you consider the structure of Metatron's cube as the structure of one galaxy, then each one of those circles represent a torus, T-O-R-U-S, which is another sacred geometrical shape. So the torus is the DNA of a black hole. That is how black holes work. On one side, they are sucking everything in, and from the other side, they are creating something new and throwing everything out. So each one of those circles in the Metatron's cube is an individual torus. So now what do you do with that information? If you can calculate the center of your universe, you can calculate exactly where each of the black holes and the galaxies are located. And not only that, if you know the speed at which all the celestial objects are moving, you can calculate where they would be next. And this is a very useful information if you are going to use it for teleporting to different galaxies in your space travels. So now, because the Metatron's cube is a self-perpetuating geometry. You can think of it to be a part of a greater geometry of the universe, which we are not going to go into much detail because it's very intricate to simply speak and explain in words. We would be sharing some visions with the channel to make it a picture in 2D so that you're able to understand how it looks like. Once you understand the overall bone structure of the universe in form of the complex sacred geometry that it is and where your solar system is located and where all the black holes are located, then you can use that information to calculate the distance between your solar system and the other systems and also understand how far they are from you and when you do space travel this information will be very useful especially when it comes to teleporting because understand if you try to linearly try to use a spaceship to travel to different corner of the universe that will take ages because time and space will interfere. However, if you know how to teleport, which will become more probable in about 
80 years of time from now, then you can use these mathematical proportions and calculations to determine how far your destination planet or galaxy is and then calculate various factors that you need in order to teleport to that location physically. That is what most extraterrestrial ships do when they are traveling across dimensions because some of them don't even come from your timeline. Some of them come from future and so-called past timeline, thus traveling interdimensionally. That is the other aspect of understanding sacred geometry when it comes to also interdimensional travel. If you understand the structure of the physical universe, then it will become very easy for you to understand the structure of the parallel timelines in the universe and how you are darting across space through those structures and experiencing the parallel timelines and how you can travel from one timeline to another or in other words time travel so as to speak. So if you understand sacred geometry in great detail and study it you can use this in these many ways and many more ways when it comes to your engineering architecture when you're creating any device or gadget or building or instrument or anything if you use these sacred geometrical proportions you will be able to harness specific energies and purposes from them which you may not be able to get if you are using ordinary geometrical calculations. This is something that many of you are already exploring and this is something we urge those who are in the software industry to create connections in your code, in your nodes, in your server connections, client connections in such a way that it becomes a sacred geometrical pattern that will enable you to move towards true AI, which is conscious AI, meaning the artificial intelligence will have its own consciousness if you bring in the principles of sacred geometry and how you program your software and how you connect them. There are a lot of intricacies in that. We are not going into go much detail about it. But the same principles can be used by humans to enable free energy or access free energy, which some of you have already discovered but have not shared your principles mainly because of your fears around what so called powers are going to do with it. 
So there are many, many applications of sacred geometry if you truly understand one key principle that it op operates on. It is self-perpetuating and it can create its own consciousness. If you understand these two simple things, you can extrapolate that to anything that you are building. No matter who you are, be it an artist, be it a designer, be it an engineer, be it a scientist, or whatever, or have you. With this, we will end today's transmission. And... We would hope to see how you are going to use this information in your daily lives. Good day. Let me see. He left out anything. No, he has pretty much covered everything. Wow. So... I hope it answers some of your questions um, and I know it will give rise to more questions but that greatly satisfied the craving I had to know and understand sacred geometry. So